The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Deep down the middle, has got his man, and he's gone! Jason Swain, touchdown! It's time for the Swain Event. With your host, Jason Sway. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give it to his mouth and a red flag. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, 865-255-03. I'm live here at Beatty Chevrolet, Parkside Drive. Ben is live there at the Low T Center studio. Ben, Ben McKee, how you feeling, my friend? You, you, you okay over there? You, you having a good morning? I know there's a lot of new stuff right there in front of your face. You got to push some different buttons and... And uh, are you are you okay, man? Are you good to go? <laughs> Can you hear me, man? You sound wonderful, man. Well, then, so far, so good. Well, <laughs> you you did leave me a lot of new toys to play with this morning, so we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll see how this first show with all these new toys goes. But so far, so good. If you can hear me, and I can hear you, man. You you sound fantastic, man. You, you sound, sound fantastic. fantastic. Hey, man. You know what? You know why I've been because. Today is a good day to have a good day. Today is a great day to have a great day. Because there's a lot of good stuff going on in college football. A lot of good stuff going on around uh, Tennessee athletics right now. And, man, possibly it could be even more. Even more good stuff can go on for for Tennessee. uh, Because there's some players hitting the transfer portal. You got Hendo Cinco, Tennessee's starting quarterback. Hendon Hooker making it official and announcing that he is ready to run it back. He's ready to run it back, Ben. Announcing via his his Twitter. Looking forward to many more, Ben. Looking forward to many more. Let's run it back at Vol Football. When you see that, Ben... I mean, it's not a big surprise. We talked about that on, I think it was Thursday or Friday, uh, when we said we have every reason to believe that Hendon Hooker will be will be back next year. But it's official now. So your your thoughts on Hendon Hooker running it back, coming on back for his last year at Tennessee? Yeah, it's it's obviously huge. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. And will be one of in the world, Craig. In the world, in the country, I do believe that. But uh, I was just keeping it to a a conference level because that's what we tend to talk about here most. But he he is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. One of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. I absolutely believe that. And with a full off season of being the guy under 
Josh Heupel and Alex Golish and Joey Halsley. I'm I'm really excited to see what he can do because he will be one of the top returning quarterbacks in the country. And you you start to look at the the same offensive line potentially returning. Cedric Tillman, one of the best receivers in the SEC, returning. Let go. Two veterans at the tight end position, and Jacob Warren and Princeton Fant returning, who both improved both as a, a, a pass catcher and as a blocker this year. You, you've got Jabari Small coming back. You've got Jalen Wright coming back. You're going to add two freshman running backs. Maybe they can get in the mix. Maybe Lenith Whitehead takes a step. Maybe you Maybe. go out and get Tank Bigsby from the transfer portal. <laughs> ben, I see what you're doing, man. I'm right there with you, Ben. Hey, who recruited Tank's best B to, uh, to Auburn? Was it Rodney Garner? <laughs> Look, if, if, if Tennessee if, if Tennessee adds Tank Bigsby, y'all ain't going to be able to tell me nothing. <laughs> He's a beast, man. He is an absolute beast. At one point, he was a, what, top two, top three running back in this league. I mean, I still think he, he is a top two, top three uh, running back in this league. I mean, um, I think he was he was obviously playing in, in a new system this year and had some injury uh, issues uh, this past season. But he is, without a doubt, one of the best running backs in the SEC, one of the best in the country. And if he wants to be close to home, I mean, he still could do that if he decides to transfer to the University of Tennessee because he's from um, he's from Hogan'sville, Georgia. Which I mean, that's that's that ain't that ain't far at all. What is that? That's Atlanta. I think that's Atlanta. I you know better is. than me. I think I think Hogan'sville is is Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. Um, man, no, it's not. Hogan'sville is south. It is not south. It is not Atlanta. It is south of Atlanta. It's over there. It, it's closer to uh, Chip Payne. It's, on, it's over there by Noonan, on the way to Noonan, or past Noonan, excuse me. So, anyways, uh, he's very close to home right now, but, you know, probably be about five hours from his hometown in Hogan'sville to, to Knoxville. But, listen, if he wants to be great, if you want to be great, Tank Bixby, this is this is where you need to be. You want to be featured. You want plenty of carries in a fast tempo offense. This is this is where you need to be, my friend. So, yeah, man, this this is a heck of an opportunity for for Tennessee. Uh, Rodney Garner helped recruit Tank. Rodney Garner is no longer at Auburn. He is right here uh, in Knoxville. So there is a tie. And then the biggest, the I mean, the biggest news of the weekend inside of the SEC is not the fact that Hendon Hooker is coming back. I yes, think, it is. That's not, Ben. It rains supreme. Ben, I'm sorry. It's not the biggest news because many people knew that he was coming back. I mean, it was a, it was a pretty smart decision for him to make, a decision that um, we thought he should be making. But yeah, sure, Ben. It's the biggest news in SEC. The biggest news in SEC is is Bo Nix, three year starter, saying, "You know what? I'm good. I, 
My dad played here. I played here. I'm a five-star player coming in. I picked Auburn. I was Gus Malzahn's, like, biggest quarterback prize from the recruiting ranks since Cam Newton. I'm coming. I'm playing. I have an NIL deal. But you know what? I'm good. I don't want to be here anymore. That's the biggest news probably in college football right now. On uh, top of Oregon feeling their head coaching job, Bo Nix leaving is, is like the biggest the biggest, biggest move right now. Are you saying that because you think it's a bad reflection on Brian Harson? Yes. Yes, man. See, I, got I, it. I look at it the opposite. I think this is great news for Auburn. Bo Nix is a diva. Bo Nix isn't a very good teammate. Bo Nix loves to pout on the sideline when things aren't going his way. Look at the Georgia State game. He, he He's not very good. He ha, he has a, a nice arm, and he's very athletic, and I do think he got better this year not very good. compared to the last two years. But, no, I don't think he's very good. What? You heard me. I didn't stutter. Man, you might need to start stuttering. No, I think you need to go watch some more, some more watched, Bo Nix. I watch Auburn, and Bo Nix was the only reason why Auburn had chances to win in games because – uh, of his abilities. He now. is an average quarterback. Well, which one is he, Ben? Is he average or he's not very good? He's average. Okay. Which is what that, not very good is to me. Oh, here we go. So, Bo Nix is, is now available, and I think it reflects poorly on Harson because Tanks Bigsby also is in the transfer. That's the, that's the one where, now I, I will agree with you, I think Tank Bigsby reflects more on Brian Harson than, than Bo Nix. Uh, you got your starting quarterback of three years, the one that, that gave you opportunities to, to have you know big wins. Now, you did, you did have a chance to beat Alabama without Bo Nix, but you go look at you know how they play early in the season against LSU, and this was before LSU kind of fell apart. Uh, and Auburn has not beat LSU at LSU since I want to say like the '90s or something, like late '90s, because um, I remember Cole Kublick was 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 speaking on it. Um, but Auburn has not beat LSU at LSU in a very long time, and Bo Nix's performance at LSU was like magician-like. And Bo Nix gave Auburn the best chance to win in every single game, except for except for Alabama. So that's a for, to me when you have a coach that. There's been talk about him wanting to get out, get back to the West Coast. You saw Harson's name tagged to the to the Washington job. That smoke you don't you don't see that smoke for no reason. There's a reason why. And now your two star offensive players are now in the transfer portal. Oh, it looks bad on Harson. So I don't know what Auburn's going to do. Um, that is upgrade that is a, quarterback. Let's see if they can. Who's out there that you can you can upgrade? Because because Hendo. Cinco is taken. He is taken. You can't see it here, Auburn. This this seat on this bus is taken. So I don't know how Auburn's going to upgrade. It's not like there's a ton of quarterbacks out there. Um, it's not hard to upgrade from Bo Nix is my point. I think this is a win. It's a major L to lose Tank Bigsby. It's a major win to lose Bo Nix. Well, you let me know who's in the transfer portal better than Bo Nix. Well, that's not saying much. There's not very many good quarterbacks in the, exactly, in the transfer pool right now. which means you can't upgrade right now, Ben. You got you to gotta have someone in there better to be able to upgrade. Somebody will enter the portal that's better. Okay, we'll see. Maybe you can go get Spencer Rattler. No, I, I don't want Spencer Rattler. I don't want Bo Nix. I'm good. I'm talking about for Auburn. 
Oh, I, I am oh, too. Oh, I know you. I know you are. That's why you said I. Yeah, correct. If I'm Auburn, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want oh, Spencer Rattler. I don't Auburn. want Bo Nix. Oh, 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 oh. Anyways, yeah. So those those guys are in the in the portal. That's the biggest news of of, of SEC. Um, but Hendo Cinco is the biggest news for Tennessee Tennessee football. Um, and I don't care about any recruit that you go out and get from high school. The most important recruit was Hendo. That's the most important recruit. That's your starting quarterback. That is – that's the straw that stirs the drink if you are Tennessee. He is the MVP because now you can go out and you can pull in kids from the transfer portal, which Tennessee did that over the weekend. Tennessee did that over the weekend. I'm still getting used to this, though, man. Still getting used to this. In football, we did it with Brandon Kennedy, Brandon Turnich. Basketball, we pulled a kid from Auburn and Justin Powell. We lost players to other SEC program. And, and Henry Toto, we brought in K. Mays from Georgia. So I'm getting used to this. And this is where I admit to being biased here. I admit it. Because it's okay if you come from any other school. To my school, I'm okay with it. But if you leave my school to go to a rival, I feel a certain type of way. I really do. I'm biased. I, I really am. This, this is a double standard. I, I am, I'm admitting this. This is a double standard. I'm working on it. I have a problem. I'm, I'm, I'm seeking help here. I'm seeking help. This is a double standard for me. But Tennessee brought in some offensive line help from a, from a rival. And this is just, again, this is, this is, this is just very, very weird to me. What's the kid's name, Ben? What's the kid's name from Florida? We brought Gerald in? Mincy. Gerald Mincy. Decked out in all the black uniforms. I thought he was a high school recruit by, the, by all the photos. But then I looked at him and said, like, nah, he ain't no high school recruit. He's a grown, <laughs> he a grown man. But Gerald Mincy said, let's get to work, hashtag GBO. He said this on yesterday evening, rocking the 51 jersey. He is from the state of Florida. He is from the Fort Lauderdale area, which makes me kind of wonder what's going to happen um, with Mario Cristobal. Gets there and he starts, you know, trying to pull kids with Miami ties. Fort Lauderdale is only... Uh, a hop and a skip away from, from Miami. Um, no, no, it's not. Uh, it's a couple hours away from Miami. Will he try to go out and pull kids with Florida ties, with Miami ties? And he's committed. Gerald Mincy is committed. He was a three-star player coming out. He played uh, in a good amount of games for Florida. But he is the first get from the transfer portal, Ben. Looking forward to seeing a lot more. Yeah, I'm. I'm interested to see what what he can do. Uh, kind of a under the radar prospect coming out of high school as as a three star and didn't play a ton at Florida. Ten career games and 
all of that was as a reserve offensive lineman. So we'll see. Uh, this this is another situation to where Tennessee just has to trust its evaluation and hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's as simple as that for me. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta we got we gotta uh, beef up that offensive line. We gotta beef, beef up the offensive line. Um, there's rumblings about possibly Cade making a decision on whether to come back or not. Uh, you get Cade back, and then you you have Gerald Mincy who can give you some immediate help, as well as a player that has you know three years to play. Um, you're good to go, and there's a plan. There's a plan in place. And if you are Tennessee, you execute the, you execute that plan to a T. You don't you don't veer away from that plan. But there there is a plan. There is a plan. Let's take a break. Let's take a break, Ben. Uh, our first break of of the day. Um, and then we gotta come back and continue this, man. Tennessee basketball put a slap down on uh, UNC Greensboro, the Spartans, and uh, made some history in the, the process. So, we got a lot to talk about, man. We got a lot to talk about. Early signing day is, is Wednesday, so Tennessee has some, some players that they were uh, eyeballing and have a chance to connect with uh, via official visits. We got, a lot, we got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about today here at Betty Chevrolet. So, we'll do that uh, as we continue the Swain event on the other side of the break. Stay with us. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Rules remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Telephone number, Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Ben is live there in the Low T Center Studios. I'm right here at Betty Chevrolet Parkside Drive. And it is time for Attaboy, where we highlight good news, positive stories. And um, Ben, I'm going to share an Attaboy with you. Uh, I know we got plenty of stuff that we can highlight and touch on. Uh, I'm going outside the world of sports for this one. But I'm staying inside the, the state of Tennessee. As an 11-year-old boy is being hailed as a hero after he made sure that his four siblings had uh, safely escaped a fight that broke out inside of their Tennessee home. Brody Sims said he, he knew exactly what to do in the event of a fire um, inside his Clarksville home. Quote, my mom and dad told us if there was ever a fire, grab everyone and run out of the house and call 911. He recalled to the... As it turned out, the lovely old boy was forced to put that information into action on Sunday. And this was last Sunday after flames ignited in the kitchen, according to a GoFundMe page set up by Brody's aunt. All you can see was just smoke coming out, he told the news outlet. I was just standing there, and my sister called 911. While his sister Sydney called for help, Brody took action and bravely rushed his four siblings out of the house. He ran past the fire to get his two-year-old brother, 
who was in the bedroom in the back of the house. Um, the aunt explained uh, what happened there, the description of the events in the fundraisers, um, on the fundraisers' webs website there. I was just crying and yelling my brother's name, he told the outlet. Thankfully, Brody was successful in his efforts and was able to get his younger brother out of the burning home in time. I did what any big brother would do. It was just kind of surreal. Um, I'm just really thankful the kids have been training what to do in emergencies. We are unbelievably proud. This is what Brody's mom had to say. Their house is completely destroyed along with their belongings, including awards their dad got while in the army, as well as the kids' toys and clothes, Hannah explained on the page. This tragedy has struck their family right before the holidays. So, whew, heavy. It's a heavy attaboy, but man, it, it is certainly an attaboy. Uh, Brody, Sims, you are a hero, and you save your brothers and sisters' lives, man. That is that is amazing. So, that's my attaboy for today. Yeah, probably should have mentioned it off the top of the show, but thoughts and prayers to everybody who experienced rough weather over the weekend, uh, Friday night into Saturday, and, and just throughout the state of Kentucky, state of Arkansas, our own state, uh, just uh, a lot of people impacted and, and so many lives lost. So our thoughts here at the Swain event are definitely with, with anybody and everybody affected by those nasty, nasty storms over the weekend. Really sad to see some of the damage over in West Tennessee and, and throughout the state of Kentucky. So uh, our, our thoughts and prayers are with those people. And Swain, I want to give a attaboy and an girl to the Tennessee basketball teams this weekend taking care of business not not playing top-notch competition but still handling business nonetheless and and that's all that matters at the end of the day uh, Tennessee beats UNC Greensboro 76 to 36 Tennessee only allowed 36 points and I said this after the ETSU game Swain that I felt like we were going to look up and in a couple of weeks, middle of the season, end of the season, and see that ETSU is a pretty good basketball team. And so far, I think ETSU is seven and three right now, seven and two. They they've been playing really good basketball and have looked really good under Desmond Oliver to start the season. And I feel that same way about UNC Greensboro. <laughs> if if Saturday's game is the only game you watch of UNC Greensboro this season, then I would imagine that you don't have a very high opinion of UNC Greensboro. But my point is that, like ETSU, I think with UNC Greensboro, we'll look up here in a couple of weeks and, and we'll see that they're in the midst of a really good season. And by by conference tournament time, I think we'll have that same opinion as well. And as we mentioned on Friday, UNC Greensboro, they've won five straight 20-win seasons. So they they have talent, even though they have a new coach after their coach took the Cincinnati job. There's still talent there, and it's it's a really good basketball program. So uh, I, Tennessee took care of business, but I think it's, it's really impressive that they held a, a good 
UNC Greensboro team to 36 points. Just absolutely outstanding. It was also good to see Tennessee be able to knock down some threes after the Texas Tech debacle. 13 of 35 for the game. And, and a lot of those misses came towards the end of the game when it was a blowout and, and some subs were in as well. Josiah Jordan James, he had it stuck on automatic, it felt like. Four of seven for 12 points. Had four rebounds, two assists. Uh, Brandon Huntley Hatfield had 12 points off the bench. Uh, BHH and Josiah, BHH and JJJ were the team's leading scorers with 12 points apiece. They'll play USC Upstate uh, tomorrow night. And then uh, also add a girl to the Lady Vols, taking care of Georgia State yesterday afternoon in Thompson Bowling Arena, 84-60. So both Tennessee basketball programs pick up a win over the weekend, Swain. Love to see it, man. Uh, the rims were a lot looser, it seems like, and the balls uh, did not bounce the same way they did in New York. But, again, something about being at home, being in, on your own couch, walking around, uh, just in your draws like what Ben likes to do. Um, there's just something about it, man. You're more comfortable. And this team was able to play a whole lot better at home but they learned a valuable lesson against Texas Tech that they can use when shots are not falling again. I'm sure at some point they'll play in a basketball game where shots are not falling, and they got to find other ways to, to win that game. Grind. tactic, different strategy to win games when, you, when the ball's not falling like it didn't there in the Madison Square Garden. Swain Event, live here from Betty Chevrolet Parkside Drive. We'll take our first break of the day here. No, we'll take our first break at the top of the hour, excuse me, um, on a Monday. Hour two is around the corner. Hour number one was brought to you by Healer Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Stay with us. <laughs> 